Okay, let's make this happen in four, three, two, Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. It's me, it's me, it's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose on the line with my boy on their side of the state, Mr. Fermi. Welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Goose. Happy to be back. Great, great first weekend in the books. Uh, is it is it dramatic to say it's the best or one of the best opening weekends of March Madness ever? I mean, it's up there. It certainly is up there, in my opinion. Um, love the upsets. New Mexico State was pretty big upset. Um, of course, St. Peter's. That that was just a that was a crazy little run there, and it's not over yet. And then the Iowa State Miami, both of them getting to the the Sweet Sixteen was a bit of a shocker down there in the Midwest. I'd say <clears throat> I was. Um... I only lost one game this past weekend. Was up about four hundred bucks. I was talking with you. You said you got on a hot streak on Sunday. Were there any trends or were there any things that you were watching that just really caught your eye that you're like, man, I can't turn back on this? No, but I. I what I will say is I enjoyed in-game betting. I mean, when when you're watching the game live and you see guys go out with three fouls early, or you know what I mean, the, all the the happenings during a live game, it it makes it fun to bet in-game, and and they're immediate spread impacts for for certain situations uh i'd say the worst game of the weekend was that chattanooga game we had that we had them colgate and texas tech for our calcutta we're holding on for texas tech more on that later but i mean Fermi, total collapse by chattanooga i mean chattanooga they led the entire game except for like the last what 30 seconds or something i think it was 25 but who's counting yeah i mean it's ridiculous how they coughed that up i mean Illinois is a good squad, but my goodness, Chattanooga should have, they could have easily won that game by 5 or 10. Well, we're going to treat this like we did in the old days and make it kind of somewhere in between a, uh, you know, Wednesday rundown and a coffee and quick picks here. So let's get right into it. 7 to 9 p.m., random, CBS, Arkansas, Gonzaga, Gonzaga, minus 9.5, over under 155. Fermi, thoughts? I mean, if I had a lean, I would go Arkansas. I'm probably going to stay away here. Gonzaga has not impressed me the first two games. I mean, Georgia State had them on the ropes, uh, and then they went on a, a crazy like twenty to nothing run or something. And then the Zags and Memphis were were knotted up late, and they they pulled away. But I I do think Gonzaga is due for just a pounding of someone, and unfortunately Arkansas could be that victim. I just I don't love nine and a half. I'm probably just going to stay away. But I would lean to take the points in a, in a game like this. What do you think about that over, Fermi? Uh, Ken Palm Tempo adjusted uh, sixth in the 28th fastest teams, understandably. Uh, Arkansas 14th rank in Gonzaga. Uh, uh, ninth, I'm sorry, yeah, ninth uh, ranked overall adjusted defense. But their offense, I mean, Gonzaga's number one and Arkansas is 54th. Something's got to give in this game, right? Yeah, it's a big number, though. That is a big number. 155 is what I see it at right now. Um, I'm probably staying away, but I, I know you love overs. Football, basketball, it doesn't matter. So I could easily see you jumping on that one. I do. Um, I'm not sure yet. Michigan, Villanova. Villanova, minus five, over, under, 135. Boys, Michigan running out of steam here. Villanova is a pretty well-coached team. No offense to Juwan Howard, but, I mean, come on. Uh, you know, this seems like it's Jay Wright's spot. Yeah, and, and Villanova is going to, what they're going to do is they're going to get Dickinson in screen and rolls. I mean, Dickinson is not a very good defender away from the away from the basket. Um, really, he makes he makes his money in the middle, in, in the middle, both offensively and defensively with, you know, getting rebounds. And fortunately, he's stepped out and he's 
developed a little bit of a jumper, but I think Villanova puts Dickinson in a lot of places where he's just not comfortable. Um, I think Villanova's going to run away with this one, at least cover the five. I'm probably not going to bet this, though. I have a couple other games I like a little bit more than this. Texas Tech, minus one, over under 137. Here's a couple fun facts for you, Fermi. I've heard these on other podcasts and just from my own reading as well. Texas Tech is the second and third best defense against the first and second option of offenses for Duke. Texas Tech's average age of their player is 22, while Duke's is average age is 19. And just looking at the overall shooting percentages and how hard the rim was on Texas Tech against Notre Dame, if you go back and watch that game, Tech probably should have won that game by about 8 or 9. I don't see that. I watched that game from start to finish. I don't see them having as bad of a shooting outing as they had, right? They're not going to be as good as they were against Montana State, but they're not going to be as bad as they were against Notre Dame. Notre Dame was playing on on gasoline, and man, they were running. I mean, they they, they were competing three days in three three you know offsetting days, right? Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. They were, or I'm sorry, uh, to, uh, was it Wednesday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Excuse me. Um, but they were rolling, man. When you get momentum in this kind of tournament. It's tough, right? So Tech ran into it, and they got through it. If you look at a lot of these scores, a lot of close games. Here's my two picks for this one for me. I like Texas Tech to win this game outright. But for this to happen, this game has to go under 137. So I like Texas Tech and under 137. All right. So I'm I'm completely going to fade. I, I have not watched Texas Tech a lot this year. I unfortunately did watch them... You know they were just chucking up bricks, man. It was it was unfortunate to watch, and I'm I'm actually surprised they won the game. To be completely honest, um, they could have easily blown them out, but shots weren't falling. Um, their defense was solid, of course. They held Notre Dame to 53, and they're usually a very highly efficient offense. They're going to face Duke, and Duke is the same. They they're very good offensively. Pretty much everything runs through Bancaro. I will tell you, Jeremy Roach has been looking really good. But I do think Texas Tech will have a counter for them. Um, certainly on the defensive side of the ball, I just hope Texas Tech can score enough, um, especially on the interior with Mark Williams and Ben Caro sort of playing playing the you know the front court. So I'm I, I mean I'm fading the game. It's a pick and game basically right now. I think the line is Duke plus one um, fading, but I'm obviously going to be tuned in for a lot of reasons. Well. About 7,000, but who's counting? Um, <laughs> Arizona, minus one and a half, over under, 145 and a half. Fermi, your pick on Houston. They're not looking too bad right now. I know. Well, I think it ends here. I do think Arizona has not played that well. If they play like they played the first two games, I think they lose this game outright. I don't think that's the case this time. Arizona's size, I don't know that Houston can counter that. They are. I, I do think Houston is a little more athletic. But I think Arizona's size is going to make a big, big impact to this game. Uh, and I, I think they're going to start just pounding it inside. They have size mismatches all over the court. Um, they should be able to get the matchup they want. And I like Arizona to cover. I see the line at one and a half right now. I think they easily cover here. I think they win by six or eight points here and advance to the Elite Eight. Boy, Fermi, I'll tell you what. That over, I mean, Houston plays slow. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. That that's I mean, until Houston blew out Illinois late, that game was it was a great game back and forth. I mean, Houston held a lead like 
four to eight points most of the first half, and then they blew it open late. But I don't know. I they. I mean, Illinois with Coburn, that's really the only big man I would say that they have. Um, Hawkins played okay, but he, he's more of a perimeter, like stretch four kind of guy. I think Arizona just has size that Houston hasn't seen yet this year. And Houston's quality wins this year before this tournament started. They had one. I mean, you can call Illinois a quality win, of course, but I, I don't. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna beat Arizona. Friday at seven oh nine, Purdue minus twelve and a half over under one thirty five and a half against St. Peter's. Oof, if this was a regular season game for me, you'd sit there and take Purdue all day. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take Purdue anyway. Um, I love watching St. Peter's. I think they're playing great. They're fun to watch. And, I mean, I, I certainly always root for upsets in, the, in this kind of tournament. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Purdue is just finally hitting their stride. Um, defensively is their weakness, but I still I don't think St. Peter's is going to be able to score enough um, to beat Purdue I, or even cover. I think Purdue's size is just unmatched. I mean, they have two guys over seven feet, and if they go... You know, if they play them both simultaneously along with Ivy, I, I just I don't see St. Peter's hanging in there. I really think Purdue blows the doors open. I think they win by at least 15. Kansas, minus 7.5, over under 141.5. Fermi, tell me why I'm not taking this over. I, I can't. I'm, I'm all over Providence in this one, man. I think Providence is a very underrated team. Um, they haven't really had to show it yet this, this tournament. They beat South Dakota State, and they beat Richmond handily. But this will be their first true, true test in the tourney. But, dude, Providence is for real. They don't get much respect. They didn't get much respect all season. And I think they are a legit squad. Um, I'm definitely taking the 7.5. I think they have a chance to win this game outright. Sounds crazy, but but I do like them. North Carolina getting 2.5 against UCLA over under 141.5. Whew, that's a tight game for me. What do you th- What do you like here? Do you like either side of this? So you would think UCLA would have um, speed and up tempo, but they don't. Uh, they really don't. And so I don't know for me because two hundred seventy first. I mean, look at their offense. Their offense is like you know adjusted twelfth. Their defense adjusted thirteenth. You looked at that game with with North Carolina. I mean, again. I feel like North Carolina sets the pace. I feel like this game could shoot over the total. Like I feel like this could certainly be 80-70 easily for me. Yeah, it, so it, you so know, I, again, I'm, I'm giving some room here because I, how do you not like the way that North Carolina is playing? I mean, they look oh, flawless. I think, I think North Carolina is playing, arguably, they're one of the hottest teams in the country right now. I, I mean, they took it to Baylor. I mean, they, they coughed up a pretty pretty big lead and then still escaped an OT, but, I mean, they beat Marquette by 32. They, they played well in the ACC late in the year. I, I feel like the team is just clicking at the right time, um, and I, I, I mean, I really liked UCLA out of the East. I think this is the game, I think this is probably the most important game. I think the winner of this wins the East. I, I truly believe that. I don't think Purdue beats either one of these squads. See, the reason that I like this over is because of how North Carolina played with their lead, and they lost their one of their top guys on a flagrant two. 
So I don't know if it should have been as close as it was, but like there was no stopping him. I can't think of his name. Is it Mannix or what? What is it? Yeah, it was Brady Mannix. Yep. Yep. And so, I mean, for me, they were up however many points, and they let them back into the game. UCLA has the offense to get back into it. So let's just say they're down by fifteen or twelve. Does anyone believe that North Carolina's defense is going to hold? I don't. Not me. Yeah, I, I don't either. I, I I do. I mean, this this game, I'm going to fade. I think this is truly a toss-up, even with the spread. Um, UNC plus two and a half is the line I see right now. I'm fading. I do think the over is probably the play if, if you if you're if you're on this game at all. I I'll probably be on that over. Iowa State is getting two and a half against Miami. My only loss. I just underrated them for me. I didn't I didn't think they were that good. Uh, over under one thirty three. I got to be honest with you. I don't have a read on either these these two teams because I haven't followed them. Yeah, I like Iowa. I like Iowa State in this one. Their defense is really, really good. Um, they they held LSU to fifty four. They held Wisconsin to forty nine. I watched them at the Barclays Center early this year in a tip off tournament, and they looked phenomenal. Um, their defense is really good. They have some bigs that can stretch the court. Brockington is tough. Kalsher played well. They're a bunch of transfers, and then they have Big Twelve Freshman of the Year Hunter, the point guard. The kid is really, really good. He's a superstar. Um, just, just in waiting. I mean, the, he is going to be a next level player. I truly believe that. So, I like Iowa State in this game. I don't think they get a lot of respect. This is the same Iowa State team that won two games last year. It's unbelievable. One more time for the good of the order here, Furby, so we can keep it under fifteen minutes. I like Texas Tech, and I also like the under in that game. Pick one, um, and then I like the over for Kansas. And Providence, and I like the over for North Carolina UCLA. All right, I got Arizona minus one and a half. I have Purdue minus twelve and a half. I got Providence plus seven and a half, and I got Iowa State plus two and a half. Final thoughts for me? No, I'm just I'm ready for four more days of hoops. Let's get to the final four, and hopefully we still we still have someone alive in the Calcutta here. Hopefully. We need it. Ladies and gentlemen, we will do a Final Four podcast next week at some point to finish us out here for the college basketball season, and then maybe Fermi and I will do a quick one. We're sure you guys have, uh, you know, we're sure you guys have a lot of options to choose from, so we appreciate you guys checking in with us and seeing what we're taking and hopefully riding it the whole way. Uh, for Mr. Fermi and myself, we appreciate you guys. Hope that you enjoy this weekend, and as always, as we find out very often, it's only a problem when you're losing. Have a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy the games.